The following Pulpery podcast is brought to you by The Goddamn Sauce. Go to thegdsauce.com for details to order all the sauces to replace your ordinary condiments. Welcome to the Pulpery Sportscast with Brock and Ben. This podcast is where we discuss the sports headlines that intrigue us and those little stories that enrage us. Their defense is fun. Oh, yeah. Our offense is frustrating. Yeah, but I'd, I'd say other than the offensive line, yeah, that we'll, is we'll that, we'll that, that is expected, as we pointed out last week, in yes. which Carr only had... Three weeks. And, like, was had one half of a preseason game or one no, no, no. quarter. One series. series. Yeah. One series with the first team, and... You could see it a couple of times where Kit Guard Mike would cut inside. Yeah. And Derek Carr was trying to throw it back shoulder. It was just like little things like that. He missed Olave like three times like that. But yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like he was thinking Olave was doing something different than Olave was actually doing. Right. Yeah. And uh and I get that Carolina was just backing off because they knew, like, two people and an infant could get to Derek Carr. They don't need to put a whole bunch of guys on the fr- on the line. Um, well, it also didn't help that the one main running back that we had... Got 86. Yeah. Yeah. But by the end of the game, Jones Jr. looked good. And they started running. It, it took them, like, half a game and an injury to a running back before they finally decided to use Taysom Hill like they need to. Right. Imagine that. The big burly white guy who can get five yards every time he touches the ball. Right. Let's not do that. Or if it all collapses, can just toss it real quick. Right. Yeah. Just have somebody looking at him that's eligible to catch the football. Well, I I still was... There was a couple of times we had our fullback out there and going like, why the fuck aren't you using that dude? Like, he he could get five yards just running through the line. But... Our offensive line is terrible, and because we have speedsters, unless they give Derek Carr, like, a few more seconds, he can't get the ball downfield. Yeah. When he has time, then Mike Thomas and Chris Olave can go to work. Well, and I, I think the part that's frustrating, too, about that is... Pete Carmichael? Well, but, like, on paper... That's what I'm saying. That offensive line should be far better than what it's Ruiz like. just got paid. Right, yeah. And it's basically the same line pinning's in. Right. And who who dipped? We knew when the guy left it was it was gonna leave a giant. I can't hole. remember Ramcheck. That who it was? Was it Ramcheck who left? Oh, you know, I was thinking of a guy on the defensive line too, so yeah. yes. Um our defensive line's fine. We'll get, I've already said that. Yeah, I don't I don't know what's wrong with the pass protection. And the running backs are picking up the blitzers. Yeah. Easy. It's like the end because Penning can't fucking block anybody. I'm so sick of seeing him picking up Derek Carr off the ground. I really am. Well, you know, maybe he's getting him some nice gifts. He, he needs to – you know what he needs to get him? Needs to get him uh, Kennedy reading him porn <laughs> on the house floor on audio tape. And he could play that in his helmet. Oh. Actually, right. I want to make a note of that. But go on. Okay. Um, so, yeah. 
our tight ends. Like, Jimmy Graham's not really getting on the field. No. Because Foster, is that his name? Yeah, Morneau, yeah. I love that guy. Well, I, just, I just like saying Foster. That I, I get the reason for bringing Jimmy Graham back. Oh, yeah, so do I. But the timing is not good for Jimmy Graham and that we have two really good tight ends ahead of him and, on and the I depth get, chart. You know, you, you get some backup there. Sure. And you can put him out as a wide receiver. He's probably – he sat out all last year, right? Did we confirm that? Uh, we didn't confirm it, but, yeah, I don't – We believe so? Yeah. I was talking with my mom about that this weekend, too. Yeah, because, what, he was, like, cut by the Seahawks and then – Right, and that, but he wasn't fully healthy. Yeah. Um, so, he's been out, so I get him not being on the field too much. Like, you still got to get him up to game speed. And, yeah, physically and mentally. Right. Apparently, too, so. Yeah. Uh, he had episodes. Yeah. First, it was like, he's on drugs. Then it was like, oh. Oh, no. We're sorry. Uh, CTE's kicking in early. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a young buck here with some mental issues. Um, but I was, I was impressed with the um, closing interviews of Carr going, oh, I was terrible the first half. Like, and I told him, like, it's me. You know, we, I, I, I have to play better. Which is, you know, like, that's good because, like, you don't want somebody going in and, um, you know, blaming your wide receivers for fucking up or going, Or he could have went in there and butchered the offensive line. I mean, that's the problem here. That's why I was like, well, was it really... Like, he didn't miss a lot of the fucking interception. He should not have thrown that football. No, he threw it off his back foot, And I get that he was pressing at that point. Like, I got to do something. I got to make something happen. I got to make something happen. don't throw it into quadruple coverage. Like, floating it up there. (laughs) Like, the way he threw it before the camera switched, I was like, oh, my God, God. someone's wide open. (laughs) He just lackadaisically tossed that ball up there. No. No. Triple coverage. It's like it's like a college football quarterback. It's like I was trying to get rid of it. No, you weren't. You fucking tossed it lightly. Right, which is what Bryce Young looked looked like. He was he, a, well, a boy playing amongst men. He looked good at first, but that's because they were able to run the ball. Yeah, and then we locked it down, and then he got happy feet because he was like overthrowing receivers, cut or throwing behind them because he was rushing shit. And, Which, you know. And, I mean, to, to say, like, I, I see the potential. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's going to be a good quarterback. But I, I didn't understand a lot of, like, the pregame stuff where the Carolina head coach is like, well, we, we've given him the keys to the car. Like, are you a fucking stupid? That's Frank Wright. Yeah. Like, the quarterback. I think he, he won a Super Bowl as a quarterback, didn't he? Might have with... What was that? One of Schottenheimer's teams or something? Oh no, he was one of the. He was on the Buffalo teams that. Uh, oh yeah, that yeah. Lost so, a lot. So um, Allen's teams, whatever it was. Um, I almost called him Mel Allen. It's not Mel Allen. <laughs> Marv, Mar was it Marv Allen, the head coach of the Bills on the run? Oh, Marv Levy. Levy, thank you, Marv Allen. Where am I getting Allen from? I don't know. Levy. Fucking high or something. Yeah, uh, no. But like that that point of. Like you all barely have the resemblance of an offensive line as well, no. and you're going to just let this first-year rookie quarterback decide. Like he's calling changes on the line. Like no, you all need you need to have somebody guiding him if you're just going to throw him out there to the wolves like that. And I get 
He was still listening because I think that the announcer said at one point that they were having issues. But, yeah, he's calling plays at the line. No, I like I, he's Peyton Manning. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't let and the kill, kill, kill all over yeah. the place. I was expecting Omaha next, right? Omaha. Yeah. But he, I mean, yeah, he hadn't seen enough pro football to be able to be. Yeah, it's like, about five times faster than college. Yeah. And putting him in that position, you're just setting him up for early failure, which can fuck with his head. And then you. Who got, did they have last year? Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Teddy ball game? Yeah. Yeah, but you could have brought another veteran in and sure. had him sit a year. Well, that's why they got Dalton, <laughs> your favorite ginger on that team. I love him. I love the uh, the Fitz Magic commercials that's out there with Cam. Right? Um, one of those Little Caesars commercials. Yeah, yeah. With... Pizza time. Kittle, who I hate, but he's... Okay. Love those. Love, love the Fitz magic. Fitzpatrick. Um, okay. Let's Even talk though about he leads. destroyed the Saints always. Yeah, seriously, motherfucker. So, Saints undefeated in the worst division ever. <laughs> Who everybody's undefeated. So, and we get Green Except Bay. for the Panthers. Except for the Panthers. But they're going to be okay. Yeah. And I can't see... Baker Mayfield playing out of his mind the rest of the year. I just don't see it happening. <laughs> and I don't know anything about uh, Ritter. Forehead 2.0. <laughs> I mean, he's, he looks like he's 50. <laughs> Seriously. He's got uh, an IMAX theater on his Yeah. Show. Whatever. Leeds also won. It was a pretty good weekend. Yeah, for us, yeah. Leeds won. And won pretty dominant. Convincingly, yeah. yeah. The uh, the highlights, because again, fuck you, ESPN. <sighs> Especially with the 49ers' money, you figured they should be somewhere. Well, and that, like, how hard, I mean, how hard is it to just sign a basic deal to where you carry the championship, all the championship? You have enough bandwidth on your and fucking. The championship is clearly every match is being televised. Right. Yeah, just so, pick it up from whatever Sky Sports or whatever right. RBN is doing it. Yeah. Yeah, man, give BT Sports a call and just. Yeah, I don't want to have to pay more money to. Fuck no! I pay ESPN, Disney, whatever that company's name is now. Which you shouldn't have to, because you should be able to use mine. Yeah. But okay. anyway. Right. Um. So they look good and Pirlo. <laughs> with that Sanzel. Yeah. That's his name. So Piero. So I can't say <laughs> like Piero. Uh, he had a brace. He scored hella early, too. Yeah. And it's amazing what happens when we score early as opposed to press well, to score later. On the, I think in, on all three goals, Jan, Dan, Jan James, Dan James was involved, either assisting or In the build up. Yeah. Yep. Um, so it's this it's this weird thing of that yeah like Farco was able to figure out how to you know at least how to bring that flu, fluidity back. Yeah, you got to pivot in the middle of the pitch on the now. press that Bielsa was trying desperately to get, and then nobody else could recreate. But get, guess what you had to do? You had to go out and sign a striker. You have to find someone who could put the ball in the back of the net. Right. That's kind of the point. But you got. James and Noto on the sides, and you got as we. I mean, not to 
smoke our own poles. But like we said, Reuter needs to be in that rotate. And like they got that true, like Benzema, I'm just going to sit in the box and Piro. And then every time it's like, oh, you fucked up. Got it. Just as long as you're covering for each other, because Noto switches from side to side too. Yeah. So, so just, yeah, as so long can as James. Yeah. As long as it's fluid up there, you're fine. Uh, well, and all of them are good at one touch strike. Yeah, triangles. Yeah, not and, and like. Or you mean like not trying to dribble the ball like uh, Harrison? Yeah, or Rodriguez, Rodrigo. Yeah. Or oh, I need to take Rafina. five touches before I get it in there. Right. Well, and Rafina was best when he would like they drop it in on him, and, and then he's he, two touch and goal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So easy, kind of like Dusan Vlavic did from the assist from my son in Juventus's game. Right. Sixty yard switch of play. We'll get to it. Yeah, we're gonna get to that one. Sixty yard switch. Of but that's where I, you know, I'm hopefully right now it's not showing up, or you know, they're they're still having to climb out of the hole. But out of the whole, well, I mean, remember, like they started the season, ownership was in flux. They everybody's over. trying to leave. Yeah. So with all the different signings, and they're now starting to gel together. There are under seven Farkasen. guys that started this weekend that didn't play last year. Yeah. I mean, Ruder played toward the end there, and so did Noto. But like for the but most they didn't far, know how to play him. Sturrock, Ailing, Melier. That's it. Somerville. Right. Yeah. Seven guys. So, so of course, it's going to take... And a new manager, that's going to take time. Sure. Well, and now now you have Sturrock in a different position than he was being played last year. He's like that Swiss Army knife. Right. Which is fucking fantastic. But he's clearly working line. better in as a center back. Well, and he's controlling the line back there. Right? Yeah. Like, he's the guy. Which, I mean, he, he should be the one learning from Cooper right. to get the armband next. Ailing's ailing. He should, but Ailing's got it right. Yeah. Well, no, which, which if, makes sense. But. So who would they give it to if Ailing sat? Yeah, it would be Stuart. It would have to be. Or, or Melier, but that's... You give it to Stuart. Yeah. He just needs to grow his hair. We want to take this time to thank you for supporting the Pulpery Podcast. We are available on all podcast platforms, so please follow us and turn on the downloads. You can always delete them later. If audio is not your thing, we are on YouTube. Check out our page and hit the subscribe button, like our episodes, and share with all your friends. Follow us on all the socials for our latest content and additional takes on the latest stories and news. If you need a change for your taste buds, go to thegdsauce.com and change the way you think about the way you eat. From their signature goddamn sauce to their ghost pepper sauce, they have everything you need to rethink condiments. Help support an independent business by getting rid of your same old condiments and boss up with the goddamn sauces. Chef's kiss. What was a chef's kiss, Brock? The Juventus match. Really? Tell me about it. Paint me a word picture. I will paint you whatever (laughs) you want. This, it was the best, the first half of this match was the best that I've seen Juventus play since Pirlo was there. The... Now, where Chiesa's hurt, right? No. Who's hurt? Other than Pogba. 
Just just him at this point. Oh, okay. So we think, had Chiesa and Vlavic up front. Why did I think Chiesa was hurt? Well, he... Did he, he get hurt after the match? Nope. Okay. No. A couple of weeks... No, Maybe when he I was with the, that. When he was with the Italian team during international break. Okay. He, he had felt a scare. something, but it was just muscle fatigue, and he's fine. But it, they... You've, we have scored... Um, I'll have to look at our total goals, but Vlavic has four, and... God damn it. And Chiesa <laughs> has three. So, but we went with Caustic, Rabio, Locatelli, Moretti, McKinney. Three, five, two. Yeah. So McKinney is responsible for getting back and playing defense and. Uh, Controlling the midfield, essentially? Not just bombing up and down that the, the side. Oh, okay. Just up and down, which. Could come in handy with the uh, United States men's national team. Sure. Although he likes to play him in the middle for some reason. I. Th- I th- it won't matter because Burhalter is going to leave his best players on the bench because they hurt his feelings. Fuck so. him. Or he could go beat his wife some more season. <laughs> Allegedly. Yikes. But, you know, they, they were pressing more, but not... Just like half the team press, and you leave it. No, they were pressing like a unit. Were they in a circle defense? For the Fuck thing? no. There were no circles. It was <laughs> crazy. It was Chiesa and Vlavic running around like crazy people. Pressing, turning the ball over, counterattack. Uh, McKinney's assist to Vlavic. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, it was 60 yards on his boot between two defenders, and then... Imagine that. Dusan took two touches and scored a goal. He didn't try to dribble through two defenders. Hmm. No. Two touches. I thought that's what you do now. Two touches. Give yourself a, a yard or so of space and shoot the ball. Wow. Now, so, we're, I'm, a quick aside on this. Would uh, I'm, I'm just curious. Is, do you think... I mean, I know that was that's always been a strategy and... It's a fairly proven one, but do do you see what's that now that well just like the dropping it in on your good striker? Oh, and, the direct approach. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you see that as a direct result of Holland and De Bruyne from last year, and everybody really seeing what those two could do? I think it comes as think well it as on De Bruyne's backup this year as well. Like, um, I think it's all. And who you have up front. Sure. Like Mbappe, you could do that because he's strong enough to hold up play. Or oh. you could just drop it over the he top. He can do that and, to himself. And he's faster than everybody. Yeah. Benzema was that way. Zlatan, Giroud. Uh, I'm trying to think. You know, Lukaku, as much as I hate to say it. Bamford. Those guys. Like, that's who you build that. I'm going to go into my hold up central midfield. I mean, right. center forward. So... Which is why but you, you got to have the passer to do it. And Chiesa being next to Vlavic helps. But then, yeah, I mean, you've got Locatelli spreading the ball all over the pitch because he's dropping back in that pure load, the regista role. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where he plays just in front of the defense and he's passing the ball all over the place. Like, he's the focal point. And then you Rabio doing Rabio things. Oh, I didn't realize Rabio was on your squad. Yep. Still in the middle, still in the middle of the pitch. I remember when he was a young man. 
Me too. That's we had that conversation <laughs> yeah. about like how long has he been around? It's a shame that his mother is his manager. <laughs> it really is because yeah, I don't. It's that, it's it's that's never, such a French thing to do though. <laughs> it's never a good idea to have a family member. No, uh, as Paul Bogba. <laughs> I saw in multiple pla- nope multiple places that. Pogba has agreed to terms to come back to Juventus in the window if Juventus is willing to pay the fee. I would murder to have him back on Juventus. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's Italian journalism, so who fucking knows? I could probably make something up, throw it out there, and there'll be like a half a dozen Italians that would believe it. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Messi's coming to Juventus? It's a happening. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, our, Sorry. <laughs> it is a happening. Chiesa scored a brilliant goal that McKinney was involved in the buildup again. And then, so right now it looks like Weah and McKinney are going to be swapping out at that, that <coughs> excuse me, position, which would be right wing, up and down the right wing. So and you've and you've come full three sixty on Weah. Yeah, I'm good until he starts doing stuff stupid. But I mean, right now on the pitch, yeah, he's awesome. Um, I'm trying to see because we've been playing the kids. Moretti played; he's a baby. Um, Cambioso played; he's a baby. Fajoli, he he's a baby. Like yeah, all these young kids got to play. So, I mean, were, have they had that much personnel change since last year? I mean, I know I know McKinney was away and uh, then came back for this year. Let's see. Quadrado's not here anymore, which I'm okay with that. Benucci's not here. Right. I'm okay with that. Um, well, he was getting up there in age, so. Yeah. Who else? Um, Caustic's here. Oh, Paredes. Isn't on the team anymore, but he didn't get much playing time last year. Um, those are the only ones of note. Yeah, I know. So, I, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just curious because same team, but they brought up kids to replace pieces here and there. I was gonna say too. Speaking of rumors, did you hear uh, the rumor that Inter Miami is going after Griezmann? But they already have. See, this is what I, I need to get into the minutia of how many foreign players you can. Sorry. Um, so I, we, yeah, we need to find out. Is or what it, is it they delegate them as, or, or it's something like that, like a designated player or something. Yeah, but yeah. it used to only be three or four, but they've already got uh, PK there and Messi and God damn it, who's the other one? But wouldn't that mean that they just have, have to start playing some of those dudes full time? And yeah, that yeah. that's I don't I don't understand. But Griezmann turned down money to go to Saudi Arabia, right? He didn't go. I don't no, he didn't. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. He was one of the ones. That and that's stayed. what yeah, that's what brought in the Inter Miami thing, which was like, well, if there's an American team willing to, and of course they want to go to some place with beaches and sunshine. That's generally what Europeans want. So yeah, but. So what are you trying to say? St. Louis isn't going to be able to recruit anybody out there? You know, in the um, middle of nowhere? It's going to be a tough sell. Because if you're playing in stifling heat, you'd rather be able to go 
to the beach. Yeah, or a club right afterwards, not go to a some place where yeah, why didn't u- they... union workers are getting off <laughs> off I'm of work. I'm trying to think and... of how many... F- <laughs> now, I guess most of the European soccer stadiums are open air. Yeah. None of them are fully enclosed. Right. Well, and I mean, last thing... Well, actually, we can transition right into St. Louis out of this, but that's what, like, Berkey was interviewed... Um, by several outlets, you know, being like, how, how do you like playing? And he's like, the summers over here are brutal. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no one told you. And you just happen to be in the dead center of the United States where there's nothing else. <laughs> You're like an, an ant under a magnifying glass. The pit where the air falls. Exactly. <laughs> it, where the microphone. It's mic- a great city, but man. <laughs> You can come down here. It's like tropical weather, just dry now. So yeah. I guess it's not tropical <laughs> anymore. When you have a bird ban, burn ban, in what amount? A swamp. To, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> Wayno. Uh, con- <laughs> Congratulations. I to, didn't do it, but yeah. Two hundred. No, I was telling. I was telling. No, him. yeah. So no, I mean, he's you get done. A- you get on Twitter, and some people are like, "I don't get the big deal." Like, and, and like they clearly haven't looked up the list of. Well, I mean, he's like, you know, uh, I mean, he's past one hundred on, you know, he's like one twenty something or something like that on all time wins, but the the big stat would be that he's the third winningest pitcher for the Cardinals franchise. That's where I was headed. And so that that idea of the idea of seeing a guy win 200 games with one team. Yeah, um, I was just looking at the most recent, and you know, Verlander, guys like that came up. Right. Yeah, Scherzer's got over 200. Um, Grinky, Kershaw, yeah. Wainwright, like those are the guys now. And and then Johnny Cueto. Cueto. Is next on the list. Those are the just active guys. Sure. So, but everybody, but but Wainwright, that you mentioned, is now bouncing around from team to team. Yeah. Um, Lander just did it. Scherzer just did it. Is Grinky still pitching? Yeah. And Kershaw's. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Those are guys. Well, Kershaw. Is he done? No, no, no. Was it? But he's been with one team. The Dodgers. Yeah, but fuck him. So the. But that's, I mean, like, that's the big thing is... Uh, how, uh, how long has he been in the league? Uh, what, I mean, he debuted in 2004. My math, four. Oh, so almost 20 years next year. Yeah. So... Good God. And, uh, yeah, I mean, lo- I mean, there was there was that year he had his Achilles tear, so he was right? out. And, and then there was a COVID year. Right. Did and he pitch that year? Yeah, he did. Okay. I didn't know if he... No, he was only he was only ever. I think it was it was the 2011 season because he wasn't part of that World Series. He wasn't on the roster for that squad. Really, uh, at all yeah. during the year? No, because he. I mean, he ripped his Achilles. Did tendon. they give him a ring? Yeah, I mean, okay. he was still part of the team, but right. he wasn't on the playing squad because he was still. Well, of course, back from, he's he did Aaron yeah, I mean, Rodgers like, before Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, dude had an Achilles tear. He had Tommy John surgery. And he was able to come back that. from all those. And that Achilles tear. Oh, was it his push-off leg? Yeah, where he got it running out of the box. I remember. <laughs> Sorry. That was a, kind of an important text from sure. my wife. Not really. Um, 
Yeah, but, imagine yeah. that. Leaving the box as a pitcher. Yeah. Which is what... And I've always been a DH guy, but people sure. say, fuck that is DH. No. But that started the conversation among St. Louis fans of going, hmm, maybe we don't need that anymore. I get the whole... It took several... I mean, it, I mean, even when they switched it over, people were like, fuck that shit. Well, no. And, and now they're like, no, no, no. I'm it an old sense. school guy, so I get it strategically, and then in the World Series and stuff like that, it makes sense. But uh, I don't want my number one pitcher to tear anything right leaving the box it's a bad idea yeah yeah no so but it's you end up like showtime showtani but it's also one of those of like he's like he's a few months younger than me like that was gonna be my next question he's 41 and then i mean i'll be 42 at the end of the month but it um but he'll be so it's that thing of old I saw not well, not just that, but it's that it's not it's all it's that different thing of not the guy that you saw as a kid, and then when you were in your like you know late teens or early twenties, you saw him retire. Yeah, like this is a guy that like when I got out of college, he was coming up, and then oh four till that's twenty years. It's yeah. half your life. So I mean, a I've seen his whole career yeah. with my team, and then it's just yeah, I you're right. It's kind of that like. With like oh yeah, floor. like if I were in baseball, I'd be at retiring age. The following pulpery podcast is brought to you by the Goddamn Sauce. Go to thegdsauce.com for details to order all the sauces to replace your ordinary condiments. Pulper is a privately produced podcast by Brock Ryder and Ben Grimmie on social media and photography by Beck Ryder. Original music by the Heisenberg Compensators.